Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 418 here in the Bayou City. All right, Mr. Bill Watkins, we are back. All right, buddy. We're here. Yeah. You know, there's one thing. There's one thing. We are here. One thing I'd like to voice. Well, we were talking a little bit about those scoping meetings. You know, you got the upper coast tonight, the last two. And uh, plus, they sent out surveys to you to fill out at random. And uh, I got one and I filled it out and just uh, posted how I thought it should be. And it's. Let's face it, we we could actually micromanage ourselves out of the fishing business. You know, yes, we it, could. Uh, I watched, well, the, you know, remember when, what was that, 2019 when they changed us back to five trout? They cut our limits completely in half. And, yeah. Uh, I continued to see fishing getting worse <laughs> during yeah. that time frame. Of course, we had some other variables in there, too. To go, we had yeah, we had some major uh, disasters for the fishery. Or ideal conditions for. Well, the one thing I would not like to see is trout fishing going to a uh, a catch and release only fishery, and I could see that happening. Um, they just. You know, to to not be able to eat a trout every once in a while would be a really sad thing. Yeah, I don't uh, know what's going on. I was I, I I cut off here in my studio again. I don't know what I'm having trouble with, but I uh, I missed all that. I went into talking about the scoping meetings, and then here we are. I just went dead again. So I'm back now, though, Bill. <laughs> what were you saying? Well, you're, you're, <laughs> I didn't get to hear any of it. I said I would like to I would like to know that uh we're not gonna go to a total catch and release fishery for trout. Yeah. I, I, to me that just and it, it, the idea that you could go down the coast and fish with a guide and come in and be shamed for keeping your fish at the cleaning table. People talking behind your back and being shamed for for retaining your catch. If uh, the law says you can have three or five or whatever and you want to keep some to eat, there's no need for anybody to be upset about that. No. It seems like it 
in certain segments of the coast, I'm, I'm hearing people being talked down to about uh, keeping a trout. Uh, you know, a, a total catch and release fishery is total is not necessary. And uh, I, I understand about throwing the big ones back and all of that, but uh, it just to me. That's kind of a uh, arrogant well, our, big, our biggest spawning biomass is from 14 to about 17 inches. That's the ones that create that's more, what more that's eggs right. than any of them because there's more of them. The problem yeah. we have is the, the mid-range fish from 18 to 25 inches, there's, they're like less than 1% of the trout population coast-wide. That's right. And look uh, at the even, problems. Even, uh, Everybody wants to recover say, so quick. They don't remember from back in the day all the freezes we went through and disasters. It it just it takes time to build these fish back up and get bigger fish. Yeah. And it, it it does. And you're not gonna do it overnight and no matter what you do. Right now right now we've we've got the two salty years that we wanted and our trout population is recovering nicely. There, there was a whole lot of nine and ten inch trout in the bay this year from last year, yes. and I'm sure that that's going to happen next year. And uh, we're catching from time to time. You'll catch some twenty one inchers, twenty three inchers. Uh, I even saw a picture of an honest to goodness twenty five inch trout that uh, one of the guides caught this year. And uh, that that was exciting to see a fish that size, you know. But yeah, that's one that made it through all the disasters, you know, all the fresh water and all that. Yeah. He didn't get caught, and he just grew that's up. That's right. I mean, that's, and that's the way it works. And But up here, you know, I'm content with a five-fish deal. Uh yeah, and I don't. I don't ever mess with measuring and trying to keep a fifteen-inch fish. Well, I don't even keep fish anymore. You know, I just that's just after Harvey, I just hadn't had a desire to keep them. Trying to do my part because I don't need them. I don't need them for anything. I've caught <laughs> hundreds of thousands <laughs> of trout over my lifetime. I mean, but uh, just to keep box them and prove that I'm a fisherman and come in and throw them on a table, and that's what's happening with a lot of a lot of fish coast wide is is fish are being they're being exploited for personal gain and all that when the people that caught them don't even need them they they, they got plenty of fish in their freezer and, there, uh, yeah there's nothing there's nothing good about people that go out and fish often and keep and keep and keep and keep just to take pictures of dead fish you know that that's not what I'm about I don't like that. When I go out and fish for me, I'll keep maybe seven or eight. And my favorite ones are the Louisiana 12s and 13s. Uh, and, and I'll keep a sand trout if that's all I get on. Yeah. And I do not freeze fish in my freezer. Do not do that. I eat them for three or four days until they're gone. Yeah. And then later on, I'll go catch some more. And it, it bothers me if uh, I think I've got people that are going to catch fish like that 
you know, and do a Louisiana limit and catch all their fish and go home and freeze them and freezer burn them and then throw them out later. Yeah. But I don't have many people like that. My well, people fro- love to eat fresh fish. meat's better than frozen meat. That's with anything, whether it's steaks or whatever you buy at the store. You freeze it and leave it in there a while. It's just not as good as it is fresh. I mean, that's a fact. But but it, but uh, you know, and I know that there's there's people out there that fish every day and stack it up in the freezer and just let it ruin. There's there's people up there at Rayburn that go out, retired people that go out. They've got a depression era mentality, and they go and fill their freezer full of crappie and just kill them and kill them and kill them and wind up throwing them out at the end of the year Uh, or never throw them out, and they just stay in the bottom of the freezer. (laughs) I know people like that. I know how they operate. It's it's catch-and-kill mentality. (laughs) They they don't know what the heck they're doing about it. You know, in their mind, they've got to have a freezer full of fish. And to me, they're just not that good. And if you can fish every day, why do you need to do that? Yeah, true. Really. If you are if you have a camp at the lake and you can ride out there and catch you a mess of fish every day and eat fresh fish, why would you want Well, I want to give them to my neighbors. Well, maybe your neighbors don't need them, you know. Right. <laughs> You're gonna give them. You're gonna give them the ones that's been in there a year. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I had my kin folks were like that. They lived through the depression, and you know they're all gone now. They they all died off. I miss them greatly, but they they did stuff like that. Uh, I, my uncle dug out a, a, a bag of uh, huckleberries that had been frozen in 1948. Why it's been this has been 15 years ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 15 years ago, he dug out, out of the bottom of his chest freezer, a, a bag of blueberries or huckleberries that had been in there since 1948. It was dated. <laughs> and that was before the days of Ziplocs. They were just wrapped in plastic or whatever and right. paper and freezer paper. And he took them and made jam out of them. I didn't taste of it. I don't know what the heck, but... That's uh, you know, that's a little bit stretching it. Yeah, that that is. <laughs> it was probably meat down there too, in the bottom of that freezer. The only reason they cleaned it out is because the uh, the freezer went out and they had to buy a new one. You know, used to you could buy a freezer and it would last for thirty years. Not anymore. Buddy. Not anymore. Get you know eight or ten, and. <laughs> Modern technology, isn't it something? I've got a yeah. I got a <laughs> double door refrigerator that I've had for man thirty five years, maybe forty. It was like the biggest one you could buy back in the day, and I had it at my old house, and I brought it to my new house. Well, and back then, twenty something years ago, and put it in the uh, utility room. And just used it for an extra refrigerator and freezer for like drinks and beer and stuff like that and water. Yeah, and it's still Cadillacing. And I love it. And in the kitchen, I've been through three of them. Yeah, <laughs> since. in so that the same space of time. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Yep. Well, you know the the people that install that stuff will tell you right up front they're designed to last eight to ten years, and uh, mostly eight and. 
you just get ready to buy you a new one. Well, one thing that uh, technology has uh, made be- better and, and lasts better and all that is uh, outboard motors and fishing equipment. Absolutely. We hadn't gone oh. backwards on that. Nope, no, no. You know, and hopefully... Well, uh, vehicles, too. You know, vehicles last three and four uh-huh. times longer than they used to. Remember back in the day when growing up, man, if you got up to around eighty to 100,000 miles on your vehicle, it was worn slap out. Yep, that's right. Absolutely. I've got this Ram sitting out here, and it's got 130,000 on it. And still runs just as good as it did when I bought it. That's the way my and my diesel truck is. It'll probably and crater it, one day here. Nah, just because I, I bragged, I bragged on it. So, nah. <laughs> you know that's that they have improved a lot of that stuff. The motors are better, the transmissions are better. You know, on some of them. Now, some of them, I think they're junk from the factory, but. You know, that's uh, you do your due diligence and research that out before you buy one. Right. And, you know, the, I don't know how we got off on this subject, but well, it, Ram it is, Well, it went from the trout limits into bad freezer and freezer burning and freezers going out. So here we go. Only on the outdoor show, man. <laughs> well, right. I'm, I'm hearing the... <laughs> are you are you ready to go now? <laughs> Just about. What do you got? <laughs> You're hearing what? Uh, well, the Ram the Ram trucks I hear are going to a supercharged six cylinder next year, and uh, I, I'm not going to buy one of those until they uh, prove till they prove it. You know, I don't know why they'd want to do that except maybe government regulations. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, I actually asked the dealer that, and he said, "Yeah, but it's going to have a supercharger on it." <laughs> I said, "I don't care." Yeah, they. I mean, if you build a good engine, you, it doesn't need a supercharger. They choke them down, enter, you know, with emissions so bad. You got to have a supercharger just to get around the corner. You know. <laughs> well, there we go. That five point, that five, yeah, that five point seven Hemi. That that's a proven engine, and it it, it works. They don't care right. if it's got a boat behind it or not. <laughs> well, give them a proven phone number if somebody wants to give you a call and come over to Sabine and fish. Yeah, you, man. <laughs> yeah, get you some right now before the bad cold fronts hit. That's it. 409-673-9211. I do have a few openings next week. Get you some. All right, Bill. Have a good day, man. Good talking to you. See you, bud. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Later, bye. Man. All right. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market located right in downtown Belleville. They're an easy drive from Sealy at I-10 or Hempstead off 290. And this week they're double featuring Dirty Rice Pecan Smoked Sausage and Texas Blend Smoked Sausage. It's an all-natural smoked sausage inspired by their original garlic recipe. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And on special, fresh, never-frozen fryers, three or more, Whole uncut for just a dollar twenty nine a pound, and they're now taking orders for their country smoked turkeys. Holidays are right around the corner, so get your order in. Custom processing on pigs and calves all year long. You can order a half calf or a hind quarter. You can have it processed any way you like. And with deer season starting up, 
while game processing they're making their vinny dogs and hog dogs that's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long monday through saturday 7 a.m to 7 p.m and sundays 8 a.m to 7 p.m that's the belleville meat market where meat is our middle name Captain Mickey for Texan Roofing. They're the people I trust. You know, Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing has found the majority of jobs they do. They offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with Honest Roof Inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And if you tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, Tim and all his staff, they'll work directly with you and do a superior job. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com. And please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios. Points Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 436 in the Bayou City. Now let's run up to Conroe and let's check in with a fish dude this morning. Richard Tosh, what's up, bud? Not a lot, Mickey. How are you this morning? Oh, it's just another beautiful morning in the neighborhood. I heard that at least the Mastro's one, huh? Yes. Real nice <laughs> day you, for me. I know. Alvarez got he kinda got robbed there in the sixth though. That was that was What pretty, a catch. Was, I mean just I'm I mean climb the wall and steal a man's home run like that. But you know what? He should have hit it harder. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Should have hit it about I, three feet harder. <laughs> I guarantee you. I was sitting there going, man, that was out of there. And then all of a sudden he jumps up there and snatches it out of, out of midair. It's like, good night. That's why that's that guy right. with like a all year long 206 batting average, that's why he's playing center field because he's a vacuum cleaner out there. I mean, uh, it's hard to get a hit off that guy. I hear he you. He covers the whole you, territory. I guarantee you. But at least we closed it out right. That double play in the ninth shut it down. So that's, that, was that was sweet. a good thing. Yes, I loved it. Sweet. I mean, that just that brought air, put the brakes on real quick. But that's all right. Now we just got to do a couple, a few more of them, and we'll be good. Well, so, all these so-called friends of mine is ah, oh, they're finished, man. They're done. They're going to get swept, and they no. I'm going. We're talking about. <laughs> A team that's been to seven ALCSs, but they suck. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. Man. I mean, that's you yeah, know? that's right. And uh, I'll they, tell you what, they're not going to lay down. We we've, we've dug hole. I mean, we nobody even gave us a chance to win the division this year, and we did. We hung in there I'll a little bit what, and fought and scraped the whole way. I was skeptical there for a while. There's no doubt because it's like, man, what are they doing? And it's but at least they turned it around and got to where they are, and and now you know they just. All they got to do is win a few more of them. That's it. Just a few more, and it's good. Oh, uh, the thing, the home, the home deal though is what's killing me. I can't believe that they play better away than they do at home. Well, I mean, it's, it's just, just kind of year it's been. I, yeah, we played I, a few years back at Tampa Bay or whoever it was. We uh, both teams lost every home game. Isn't that amazing? I they mean, beat us just, four to three because they got they had home field or 
road advantage or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but it uh, it was such so weird. But that's yeah. hey, who's that's got an explanation right. for it? Exactly. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. But if whatever whatever works, that's the thing, you know. So I hope they keep it up. That's the main thing. But it's it's all good. One game at a time. One game. At One a time, game at man. a time. That's why you got to do it. That's what there ain't no doubt about that. But I tell you what, them dang no. The lake, I was checking out the lake level all ago. It's still down about a foot and a half, but it's doing all right. I mean, it, you know, the, the water's there. That's, well, that's it's better than it was. Down. What was it, about three foot low at one time, wasn't it? It was almost three foot, about two and three yeah. quarters. So yeah, it was it getting all down there. And it's, uh, you know, but it came back up after that rain and everything. And looks like we may get it a little bit more in a few days, according to. What I've been seeing from that storm that's blowing in over in Mexico right Yeah, the now. west coast over there, and it's down at that narrow part of the peninsula where it can come right across into the Gulf, you know. Yeah, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, we may pick up a little bit out of there, so that's that'd be a good thing also. I mean, we're still a little bit dry. It's not super dry anymore, but no. it's still a little bit dry out. So, But it's, you know, this cooler weather's got them fish kind of fired up the other day. I think Monday we were out and did some bass fishing and uh it shut them down monday i don't know what the heck i had one little old fish and that was it and uh it, it got in the grass stuff where i thought man them fish will be in there because i finally found some grass where i catch a couple of keepers out of just about on a, a daily basis but monday they just weren't there you know it's uh i got a little stretch about a quarter mile long where i've been catching every time i go through there i'll catch about a half dozen or so mm-hmm. and a lot of times there'll be a couple of nice ones, you know, three pounders and stuff like that. No giants, but some, some, you know, nice fish. And uh, well, Monday that that dang, I thought that dang north wind was going to quit, but it didn't. It just kept no, on. It, just, it found another it, gear. <laughs> man, it did. I tell you what, so I'm just glad. I was going to go Sunday and and fish, and I thought, no, they keep talking about this wind getting up, and I'm glad I did because it's. It started out great, and then it kicked it into real high gear. I mean, it was, yeah. I think it was gusting to 30-something. So It's blowing down small children and small dogs. I guarantee it was. It wasn't cutting no break. And then I thought, well, you have to blow itself out there Sunday. And then and Monday, you know, started off, and, and it's uh, it's like, good night. It's still pumping. And then it just never did quit till late in the evening. So, but it's, you know, we got out there and gave it the blues anyway, and, you know, a lot of a lot of bass I'm finding out there are still offshore. They're not, you know, they're not up in the shallows like I would think they would be. No, nah, it gets a little cooler. Those bigger ones will move in. Yeah, and that's you know that's the thing. You know, it's, it's I, I'm kind of impatient with them. You know, as far as as far as the bigger ones should be up there, but you know, because you you look at these wind blown points and the water cooling down and and everything else, and you got the the vegetation there and the bait's there. I mean, the the biggest yeah. thing about the bait is it's so small right now. So, but it's every week it grows. So that's what you got to keep in mind. You, the bait right now is just, I mean, good night. It's probably a half to three quarter inch long from for the most part. That's up in that that's up in that grass. It's not very big, and uh, so it's it's hard to kind of keep downsize your baits like that, but. I've been trying to work on a reaction bite and stuff like that by chunking those spinner baits and just burning those spinner baits and and then like a buzz bait I've been trying trying to catch them on a buzz bait you know top water just 
And for some reason, I can't get it to work. The only thing I can get to work as far as topwater is that it's a small whopper flopper. And it's, uh, you know, it just, that's the only thing I can really get on a bite as far as topwater. And then a shad assassin, you know, just take that shad assassin, just throw it out there and jerk it around like a jerk bait. And, and they'll, they'll attack it every once in a while. So it just, every day is kind of different. You know, it's just one of those things depending on the, the wind and, and stuff like that. So when it gets slick, it gets harder to catch them. But that's when I'm slowing down and putting that little tapper on a drop shot and getting out there on them brush piles. And, and uh, with, for the most part, you know, I'll, I'll try to use the, the forward-facing sonar. Now, when I get people on the boat, unless they want to learn it, I'm not using it. You know, I just I tell them, I'll show them, hey, this is what it is, and uh, this is how it works. And if you look at it and see stuff on there, throw at it, you'll catch them. You know, it's just a matter of you have to focus on it and, and stuff like that. So if it I I park my tail in the back of the boat and and control it control the motor with a remote and say here you go you got the boat so yeah. you know but I get yeah, I do get some people that they're real interested in the forward facing sonar and and I'll sit there and and get on the brush pile and and point it point it out and say okay there's fish on this one if you'll throw over here and do this and work it like that you'll catch them and it you know it works it's just a matter of it's just a matter of me not sitting there fishing, me just pointing it out to them and saying, here's what it is. Uh, you know, it becomes more of a more of a lesson on the forward-facing sonar than anything and what fish look like and where they're at and how they move and, and right. stuff like that. But, you know, when it, for the most part, I'm still sitting in the back of the boat just saying, all right, y'all chunk over here. And it's... Uh, it's working out all right from time to time. So I just wish some bigger ones to start biting. That's what's getting me, you know. It's a, and then Carolina rig's been working better than anything for, for me lately. You know, I know a lot of people have been telling me lately that they've been catching them on crankbaits, but for some reason I can't get them to eat my crankbaits. So, you know, I, consistently I get them here and there, but nothing nothing where I can throw out there and say, okay, he's going to eat my crankbait. So. Yeah. It's, uh, and I'll see them following it, you know, when I'm using the forward-facing stuff. I'll see them following my crankbait, and then I can get them to hit it, but you've got to pick up on them pretty quick. When, you know, when you, when you spot them and see your bait headed towards them, you gotta, you got to know that they're going to react as soon as it gets there. And, and uh, they'll either follow or you, and you, you have to stop it and let them run into it more than anything. Because so, they'll... They'll chase that rascal, and they'll chase it all the way to the dying boat if you let them. But, but uh, sometimes they just won't hit it unless you just absolutely stop it. And it's like they're they're hot on its heels, and then when you stop, they just run right into it and eat it. So it's it's a weird thing to watch them do it. But whenever it happens, it's a blast. And then hey, like say, like, we just need some more fronts, man. We got a little warming trend the end of this week through the weekend. You know, going to get up, I guess, in the Houston area around ninety ninety one. But uh, I know. Just wait I know. on another one and bring these water temps down and uh, keep things in gear, high gear. That's hopefully. it. I hear All right, you, Richard. Well, hey, man, if somebody wants to call you about coming up and fishing with you, bass, hybrid. Crappie, catfish, whatever, man, how they get a hold of you. 
Well, Mickey, anyone get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dude's Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com. All right, buddy. Well, have a good day, Richard. Good talking to you, man. See you. Yes, sir. Y'all have fun. Later. All right. right. Well, all right. That's Richard Tosh, the fish dude up on Lake Conroe. We're trying to get Charlie back. He dropped. It's weird stuff going on this morning. Astros win. Everything starts falling apart. (laughs) But anyway, Jake will let me know when he gets him back. But if you get a chance and you want to participate, don't forget about that scoping meeting tonight and uh, see how that goes. All right. Let's go to Charlie P. Charlie P., what's up, man? Hey, man. Hey, bud. I don't know what I don't know what happened there. Something dropped. But uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing. I'm I'm listening. All right, good. Well, they pulled it off last night, huh? Yes, they sure did. Thank God. Eight to five. Good. Should have been nine good. to five. Jordan got robbed, but hey, what a catch! That's, I saw uh, that. We're used to doing that to everybody else, but. Uh, Look at how many balls we put right against the wall last night. Al Tuvey had two that were right out there. He just hit in the wrong part of the park, center field, Death Valley out there. And uh, even Dubon put one right against the right field wall. So, yeah, a lot of close close balls last night. We only need to do it three more times. So yeah. Get with it. Get with it. Well, fishing's okay over here, Mickey. It's uh it's uh, pretty good right now, but, you know, most of these trout that we're catching are just 15, 16-inch fish, and yeah. they're all males. They ain't no yeah, that's all the ones y'all had to throw back all year long. Yeah. No females at all, but uh, huh. that uh, it's better. It's better, and people are spread out. There's fish in the river when, when uh, you know, when it blew what Sunday and Monday? Uh, I didn't fish. I didn't feel good, but uh, they caught them in the river pretty good. River and diversionary canal. So typical October things are going over here, right? You know, yeah. This, the water gets uh, cooler. These fish tighten up, and it makes it easier for everybody to catch them. Yeah, they're not all I mean, spread out. It's October. It's supposed to be like that. So. Yeah, it's supposed to be, really, in my books, way better than it is now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. But I don't know if we'll ever see that anymore, though. No, the the bar's been lowered a lot, so it's uh, it's good for most. Yeah. And uh, a lot of redfish. I, I, I was worn out catching them redfish yesterday. And- Mm-mm-mm and needed them the day before in a guys cup tournament and couldn't get them and yesterday couldn't stay out of them isn't that amazing uh, yep that's where it goes and some of them are at the jetty's catching the hell out of them too so they're spread out all over the place I tell you how to fix yeah. that just don't fish tournaments where you have to have multi-species yeah <laughs> I'm getting a little too old for that anymore yeah 
whatever. It's still something to do, though. But at least we got a few fish to catch right now. You know, I don't. Uh, well, they had a scoping meeting last night. And, yes, uh, everything. All the other ones were south, but tonight the upper coast. You got Sabine and Galveston tonight. Yeah. Well, whatever they're going to do, they've already got their mind made up. It's going to happen, but I guess it's something that's uh, got to be done. Yeah, so. it's uh, it over at uh, Sabine. It's going to be at the Bob Bauer Civic Center. That's in Port Arthur at at the uh, yeah. Cultural Center, and then uh, for us over here. It's going to be at the Rosenberg Library on Seeley Avenue in Galveston, 6 to 8 right. p.m., both of them. So if anybody's yeah. interested, want to go and get in some arguments <laughs> over yeah. fighting over a wormy old special trout. <laughs> yep. Everybody has their opinions, and everybody gets yep. heated over it. Oh, my goodness. I never Same thought I'd see fishing come to this. Did you? <laughs> no, no. I guess I guess we thought it was going to last forever, but uh, it's finally caught up with us. So enjoy what's left. That's all I can tell you. Enjoy what's left. That's it. Go out in a blaze. Yes, sir. Wild Bill Hickok style. I'm telling you. Get them buffalo, man. <laughs> yep. And this this up and down weather, holy cow! I mean, how could you not get sick with this oh, no. cold weather one day, hot as hell? I had a guy wave wet yesterday. Oh boy! And there was no way to do that today before it was, was impossible. From Wisconsin, <laughs> Alaska. No. Well, <laughs> hell, yeah. that water's down around what seventy? Yeah. 71, 72, somewhere in there like that. Yeah. Back when I was young, I could probably do it. We used to surf without a wetsuit and colder water than that, but uh, not anymore. Yeah. I've always been 75 degrees. When it's below 75, I'm wearing waders. Yeah, it's time to to put them rubber britches on, man. Yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. Remember them old gray lights y'all used to wear back in the day? (laughs) <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey! Pete opens his garage door and he's got an old pair of the ones he had back in the Rudy Gregor days, still hanging on the wall in there. I said, "Why don't you just chunk those? They're garbage." Nah, man, it's a lot of memories made in those waiters. <laughs> they brought an old man yesterday that was wearing red ball waiters. I, they red they balls. Like I remember with, that's that's what I used to wear was red balls. Yeah, I said, "How how old are those waiters?" He's at about 25 years old. Good Lord. I said, they're going to leak on you as soon as you get in the water. Did they? Nope. They didn't. Nope. He, they he did takes not. care of them. He probably hangs <laughs> them up inside. Yeah, in his closet, right. The only ones I uh, put up for the season inside is, you know, my, the Sims. You can't afford to buy a pair of those every other week. Nope. I've still got a pair that don't leak. Knock on wood. Well, I, I understand these new ones aren't as good. Of course, yeah. You know, what James has told me. 
mine leaked a little bit yesterday. I must get another pair. So it's just money, but, Charlie. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Did you ever think we'd be spending seven and eight hundred dollars for a pair of waders and uh, three or four hundred for a good slicker and a hundred thousand dollars for a boat? Yeah, motor trailer. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, price of fuel, price of oil. I mean, hey, we're there. Yes, Don't sir. Get much better than this, does it? <laughs> no, sir. It's good for somebody. No. Yeah. All right, we play today. Uh, yes. Play today? Yes. Now, I don't know what time the game is. I hadn't looked at my Astros schedule yet. But uh, we need to win this one today and just even it up. And then, hey, here go we go. For it. Yes, sir. That's two out of three. Well, wish them luck. Wish we Let's could see what happens. Stay in Arlington for the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get away from this place. Huh? Doesn't that blow your mind? The minute made yeah. jinx. Yeah. I don't get it. It's real. It, it is. Something Something happened. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, well. well, Charlie, if somebody's uh, looking to come down to Matagorda and fish with a good guide, how do they, you, get, you got any numbers for any good ones down there? No. Yeah. <laughs> call me on my cell phone. All right, man, let's pull these Astros through. We need another one real quick, real bad. Even this Let's thing do it, Mickey. All right, bro. All right. See you, man. Bye. All right, that's Captain Charlie Paradoski down in Matagorda. It's time for our top-of-the-hour break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.